The Feminist Doctrine of Mutual Submission. It's so odd as I write the title of this blog post, I instantly cringe at all the times I've been taught this doctrine from behind a pulpit, at a woman's Bible study, and on the radio. In all of those times, I knew that the doctrine was the doctrine of demons. I knew that surely those teaching knew better, and if they did, why would they teach such rubbish? I still don't have an answer for that question. I've wondered many times, though, and I've been gracious in my speculations. Some of them are maybe they just don't understand the text, or maybe they just don't know the historical biblical context. I usually get irritated thinking about it. Because let's all agree that when scripture's twisted, it's no longer scripture. It has been transformed into something completely different and undiscernible from scripture. It has become the doctrine of the person who's bringing it to us. Theirs, not God's. Mutual submission seems like such a nice and fair term. Who doesn't want to be fair? Fair means equality, right? It means everyone is going to do the same thing and say the same thing. But we often forget in our feminist world that churches and churches that God is not a feminist. God cares not about fair or equality. God does not want nor need the approval of a sinful culture. On the contrary, the sinful culture will answer for not fearing nor obeying God in his word. The scripture in context, Ephesians 5, 15 to 33, see that then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding that the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all the things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present himself to a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself, but no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his wife and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they sh the two shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, 
Let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverences her husband. Below are three biblical commentaries on this scripture. These are and have been the historical biblical interpretations. Eliot's commentary. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. In grammatical, grammatical con construction, this clause is connected with the preceding verses. In point of idea, it leads on to the next section, which treats of the threefold submission of wives to husbands, children to parents, and slaves to masters. Matthew Henry's commentary. Submitting yourself one to another, maintaining due subordination in the various relations of life, this general principle of religion, the apostles proceed now to illustrate in reference to wives, Ephesians 5.22-24, to children, Ephesians 6.1-3, and to servants or slaves, Ephesians 6.5-8. Gill's Commentary. Submitting yourselves one to another, which may be understood either in a political sense of giving honor, obedience, and tribute to civil magistrates, since they are set up by God for the good of men. And it's for the credit of religion for the saints to submit to them. Or in an economical sense, thus the wife should be subject to the husband, children to the parents, and servants to the masters, which several things are afterwards insisted on, as an explanative of this rule, or in an ecclesiastical sense. So the Ethiopic version renders it, subject yourself to your brethren. Thus, members of the church should be subject to their pastors, not in the same sense that they are to Christ, the head, nor are they obliged to believe to do everything they say, right or wrong. Yet honor and esteem are due them, and submission and obedience should be yielded to their doctrines, precepts, and exhortations when they are agreeably to the word of God. Since God has set them in the highest place in the church, called them to the highest service and most honorable work, and bestowed on them the greatest gifts, the younger members should submit to the elder and the minority to the majority. One member should submit to another, to the superior judgment of another, and to the weakness of another and to the admonitions of others, and so as to perform all the offices of love and the manners in which this duty is to be performed is in the fear of God, which may be considered as the moving cause of submission or as the rule of it. Submission should be an account of the fear of God and so far as inconsistent with it and indeed, the fear of God is that which should influence and engage to every duty, and which should be before our eyes the exercise in our hearts, in all concerns, civil and religious. Historical Biblical Christianity and Everyday Ordinary Religion, Christianity, Mutual Submission is a New Unbiblical Doctrine, interjected into the scripture by those that have no fear of God before their eyes. In the context of marriage, there's no scripture involved when this mutual submission is being taught concerning husband and wife. This isolated heretical teaching of late does not meld with any other portion of scripture and has left the biblical doctrine camp. Paul tells us that marriage is a picture of Christ and his church, husband and wife, Christ, groom, and church bride. 
The bride submits, obeys, respects, and honors Christ. Christ does not now or never will submit to the church. Christ died on a cross, sacrificing himself for his people he purchased. His sacrifice is done. He now sits at the right hand of the Father. Mutual submission in marriage is mocking God and his design. It disregards all of scripture. It disregards the creation and what God did in his creation in his wisdom and decrees. When God said to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be or your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commended you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In your sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. God told the woman, Your husband will rule over you, and after that, Adam, the man, named the woman Eve. Adam named the woman. The woman did not name the man. There was no mutual submission involved in the creation or the fall of man and woman. So why do pastors today insist on teaching this new doctrine? I can't say for sure because I cannot know their minds, but I do know the revealed mind of God through his word. And because I know God and what he has said, I know when I recognize wrong teaching. I'm able to discern these wrong doctrines, always using scripture, running everything through this holy filter of everything I am taught. Does the wrong teaching of mutual submission appease a feminist culture in American feminist church? Oh yes, it does. They love this teaching. This teaching is an abomination to a holy God and his design of man, woman, child, church, and society. By plain reading of scripture and historical understanding of it, its intent by the author, we cannot sit back and tolerate such gross twisting of scripture. If we do, we expose ourselves as complacent. And essentially, by our silence, we're in agreement. As women of God, we cannot accept this wrong teaching as scriptural when it clearly is not. We are told over and over again from the pulpits, you do not have to submit to your husbands if they require you to sin. And equally true is you do not and should not submit to a man twisting scripture from behind the pulpit.